It's time to engage in authentic diversity and to have the conversations that aren't happening in your organization. Through these episodes, I'm going to pour out my heart and give you tips for how to do diversity, equity, and inclusion in real ways. We're going to start addressing the issues that have never been addressed. I'm going to give you brief nuggets and affirmations that you can use in your workplace so that you are effective in the work that you do. It's time to get real. Let's stop playing diversity. Hi friends, this is Dr. Monica. I hope you're doing well. Today is a second part episode that focuses on how you deserve to be heard and seen at work. I'm offering a lot of strategies and I hope that you will be encouraged. If you have been gaslighted, um, then know that that is unacceptable and that you have a right to follow policies and speak up and do things that you need to do. If you um, just feel violated at work, that is unacceptable also. You have a right for basic things. And I told my husband this today. You know, we think about, um, we think about safety. I, I want you to go back. We're going to have just like a common sense moment for just a, for just a moment, a common sense moment. Let me tell you what you deserve. You deserve to be safe. That means that when you go to work, you should not be looking over your shoulder, trying to be like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Is somebody coming for me um, emotionally, mentally, physically, etc." You deserve to be safe too. You deserve to be heard. If you have something to say, you have this voice, you have your expertise, you have a way that you are moving, you deserve to be heard, to be listened to. If you say that something is wrong, if you say that you're in pain, if you say that something bothered you and that it is keeping you from doing your job, then you deserve to be heard. And if one person does not respond to you, then go to another person, go to a third person, go to a fourth person. You shake that place up because they need to understand that something is wrong. And I know that it is scary in the moment to say, am I Am I the only one who's seeing this? Am I the only one that's going to speak out? I know it's hard. Let me tell you, as one of the people who's at, who's had to do that, you're the one who has to rest at night. You're the one who has to look at how it's impacting your body. You cannot let anyone in an organization tell you that something is not real, that something does not disturb you when you physically feel it, when you emotionally feel it, when you mentally feel it. People cannot tell you what is going on within you. They have no right to do that. They don't. And you listen to yourself, to your body, to your mind, to your spirit. That's what you have to do. You have a right to rest. And rest is not just going to sleep. Rest is, you know what? I can go into this place. I can live my best life. I can grow. I can thrive in this place. That's something you have a right to as well. You know what? You have a right to be presumed competent. There's a book that talks about presumed incompetent. And it talks about women of color who are often 
not presumed competent in the workplace. But let me tell you something, when you have that job, when you get that job, even if you don't know what's going on in that job, you have the ability to get the skills and the resources to do your job well, if those resources are given to you. So I want you to know that you are competent, no matter what someone says, if they're like, oh, affirmative action, you're a diversity hire. Stop that. Stop that. Let's get our minds right. We're not going to let the imposter syndrome or the syndrome or the, the gaslighting of an organization make us think that we are less than. That is something I want you to know as well. So <clears throat> I think I just want you to leave the space knowing that you are supported. Whether there's whether you are the first in your organization or the only in your organization, even if everyone makes you think that you are not worthy and that you don't deserve to be there, you have a right to be there and you can find a network outside of that space. You know, look at me, uh, LinkedIn, DM me, whatever. Dr. Cox, Monica Cox said, you are worthy, you are enough. You deserve to be there. You deserve to be safe. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to rest. You deserve to be at peace. You deserve to thrive. I'm telling you, as your, your sister friend, LinkedIn, we may not have ever met, but I'm telling you that right now. For people who know my story, um, you know, I was a department chair. I've always wanted to be a leader, always wanted to be a leader. Since I was 19, you know, I I grew up being, um, even before then, SGA president, drum major of the band, um, you know, class president, all these things, you know, it's just like leadership, leadership, leadership. Not because I was just trying to do it, but because I just felt it in my spirit. I felt led to lead. And because of that, I said, I want to be a university president. I want to get the structure right. I want to empower other young people. I cared about the students. You know, I wanted to be that person who could make a difference in the lives of other people, particularly young women. And, you know, in my leadership position, I saw some dark things. I was just saying this today, darkness. Um, it was very mob-like, very scary, very fearful. And I never expected to see that at work. And when I went through that, when I saw the harm, the trauma, the abuse, um, the mind games, the mental breakdowns, I had to heal. And I was in a position for four and a half years. And the healing is hard. Healing is hard, y'all. Healing is very hard. Healing is very difficult. And healing is very deliberate. I will say that as well. And you have to take this one day at a time. I said this on a podcast interview with um, Kristen James recently. Whenever you're in the healing process, one day you might just sit up, you know, if you look at the metaphor of this. And then the next day you might be able to stand. In the future, you might be able to walk. Then you might be able to jog and then you might be able to sprint and then you can sprint for long periods of time. But healing is its own process. It does not have an end date. You know, you may go through these situations and say, you know, I'm going to heal in a month. But then you can go and go to a space and then you're triggered all over again. And that is the long term effect of this trauma. Many people say it is not um, it is not real, but I will say that it is real. And you have to unfortunately do the work to reprogram your mind, to reframe how you work, to reframe 
how you even think about situations. So I want to say that part too. Like, just don't underestimate the power of healing and seeking help and resources that you need as you um, as you come back from things that have harmed you, because that is a very physical form of harm. I also want to say that you have to forgive yourself. I cannot tell you the number of times that I said, if I had not taken that job, if I had not answered that email, if I had not answered that call, how would my life have been different? Um, how would how was my how would my trajectory have been different? So that is something that you have to go through as well, where you say, um, this bad thing happened, and maybe it impacted me, it impacted my family, it impacted some of my relationships, but at the same time. I'm still here and I'm able to move forward. I'm able to learn the lessons I need to learn. So give yourself grace. I always say that as well. I just want you to know that you are not alone. I think that's kind of the summary of, of where I am right now. You are not alone. I feel compelled to tell you that you are not alone. I feel compelled to tell you that um, it gets better no matter how dark it looks, no matter how much trauma there is, no matter how, how much humiliation there is. No matter how isolated you feel, there's still that possibility to reinvent. There's a possibility to reconnect. There's the possibility of starting over, of redefining those areas in your life that you thought you could not. So this is just about hope, y'all. This is about taking it from somebody who went through this stuff for a long time in the midst of grief physical like grief losing my parents in the midst of um just so much sadness but there is so much hope there is so much possibility the days do get better and then you have a chance to to guide other people as well so if you want to get in touch um you know i have services i have things um i am not a licensed therapist but i am somebody who has definitely gone through this and when you see the authenticity, the realness, how I speak to you, this is healing. This is healing. And yes, this is, um, you know, what it looks like. You can actually keep it moving. Connect to me at info at drmonicacox.com. That is my email address. You can connect with me, of course, over here on LinkedIn. Share, share my message. Come to my website, drmonicacox.com. I also have um, Stop Playing Diversity. So Stop Playing Diversity is a uh, podcast on all platforms. So I talk about a whole bunch of stuff like healing from workplace trauma. Um, I talk about like why I don't leave my job. That is a completely different um, thing to talk about. Why am I still in the position that caused me harm or in the organization where harm was caused? That's a lot, y'all. That's like a conversation for a different day. Check me out. Like I said, I have services. I have coaching. I have things because I'm focused on people getting whole, people thriving, people being bolder, people speaking out. Because that's another thing people always ask. Why are you always, you know, how are you, why do you have the courage to do this? Y'all have the grace for it, but I just believe that other people need to hear this story. And so um, I have some stuff coming out. Um, some books, some resources, some guides. So follow me on all social media platforms and we are going to heal together.